0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk. Brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader. Right, invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. I'm on a little bit of a time crunch this morning, so I want to just jump in, get right to the point, miss, not do any of that weird commentary or crap. So let's just get in and see where we are. I'm going to look over both pres- both major um, accounts that I'm looking at, that I control. All right, first one. I got uh, five positions. Bank of America, CS, CVT, CBX, INTC, and Target. So let's quickly run down those. BAC, <clears throat> the last 30 days. Um, you know what? To be totally honest with you, I did not take a look at why everything tanked yesterday because, like I said in my closing remarks yesterday, I really don't care. Be 100% totally honest with you. These companies that I have... I don't mind holding on to them for a long period of time. Every week, I'll continue to write covered calls against them to bring cash flow in, because that's basically my main concern. Do I have any control over what happens in the in the economy or in the stock market? No, I don't. So why do I want to lose sleep over it? All right, right to the point. Here we go. Last 30 days in Bank of America, we've seen a high at 30.93. That was two weeks ago. And we have a new 30-day low. That was yesterday at 27.71. Now remember, I'm into Bank of America at thirty sixty nine. Now I sold someone the right to buy it from me at thirty fifty. Okay, which is not that far off from the purchase price. Basically, what's going to happen now is, um, more than likely, this option is going to expire worthless. I'm going to carry these shares into next week in this account. All right. <coughs> Next on the list is CS, which is Credit Suisse. You might be asking why the hell do I own Credit Suisse? Well, the reason why I own Credit Suisse even though it is bankrupt, it has a, a book value of 12 something. Let me get really quick tell you exactly what it is. The book value in Credit Suisse is 12.38. So, hypothetically speaking, okay, this is hypothetically, this is what's supposed to happen is when they liquidate all of Credit Suisse's assets, whoever owns shares in Credit Suisse will get a portion of those assets after they, you know, liquidate. So I bought it at 90 cents. Okay, you know, 90 cents is actually worth 12 bucks. So hypothetically, I should be getting something out of that. I don't know, but I only got a couple thousand shares. So not a huge issue. CVX, kind of a disappointment yesterday. Uh, The last 30 days for Chevron. We got a 30-day high at 172.88. That was three weeks ago. Yesterday, a 30-day low at uh, 158. Now... I said it earlier at the beginning of the year that I wasn't going to do spread trades anymore, but I'm trying to make up. Now, this is something you really should never do. When you're trying to make up for losses and you're trying to do uh, Hail Mary passes, so to speak, so you try... Uh, a spread trade is usually one of my favorite trades. Okay? Now, I bought the 162.5 and I sold the 165. So that's a spread. It cost me a buck fifty to get in, which means I would make a buck off of that. Which is a nice return as long as the stock stayed above one sixty-five. However, on Monday we opened up at one sixty seven, we had a high one sixty eight and a low one sixty six. And everything pointed in the direction, even the seasonality for Chevron has in an up movement for the year. I mean, you know, for, you know, for for this time frame, which is My time frame and yours might be a little bit different because my time frame is only a couple of weeks. You know, because that's all I'm looking for. I'm looking to get in, I'm looking to get out, and I'm looking to retain um, my, wow, looking to retain the size of my portfolio and only add to it, the principal. I want to retain the principal and just collect the interest. 1% per week is all I'm looking for. Not a huge amount, but, you know, it's enough to keep me happy, enough to keep the bills paid the lights on, all that kind of nice neat stuff. So, why did it gap down yesterday and why did it keep on going down yesterday? So, we will see what happens today and tomorrow. INTC, Intel, same thing. Until we have a 30 day high at 33.84. That was four weeks ago. 30 day low, which was last Thursday at 28.51. Now, she gapped up last Friday. And Monday and Tuesday were down days. So we're at 2977 at this moment in time. Now uh, for CVX, I mean, I need to for Intel. We got um 3250. So we bought it at 3228 and we sold someone the right to buy it for me at 3250. Now I've had this since the middle of April which means the middle of April to today, we've collected at least four premiums. We collected the dividends, and we're going to still hold on to it because, you know, after all, it is Intel. Uh, Target, TGT. Way to go. Same thing. TGT. Last 30 days. Hmm. Excuse me. Last 30 days we had a high at 171.24. That was three weeks ago. Again, yesterday is the 30-day low at 5357. Now, we we got into this at 5770. And we sold the 5750s for a nice premium of 236. Now that was a sweet premium. Anyway, besides the point. Um more than likely, if this does, doesn't go above 57.50, we'll end up carrying this into next week, which I'm perfectly fine with. Now, we stopped yesterday. I'm going to go over the, uh, the last three companies that are on the list for this week, meaning, let's take a quick look at these 3M, 1, 2, 3M. The 3M started out. Last year at one forty eight thirty six, it didn't take long to find its high. As a matter of fact, mid May, April, yeah, mid May. Up, oh, the market just opened. Mid May we have one fifty four sixty six high. Now, it challenged that high again in August, but that was it. After that challenge in August, the thing dropped, and we find its bottom. We got a double bottom here at one hundred right one hundred dollar area And that was um twice hit mid march and the end of March hit it twice so let's look at the last thirty days last thirty days we got a double high at one oh seven thirty um That was two weeks ago and last week. We both hit that double high. And on the low was four weeks ago at 10105. Now, yesterday, same thing. Then gapped down a little bit and then kept on dropping. Finally closed at 102.98. What are we looking at for the seasonality for 3M? 3M, we got a slight downturn, so I'm going to just stay away from 3M. RTX is next on the list. That's Raytheon. RTX, it is Raytheon. All right. All right. A year ago today, we're at 95.32. Basically, gone sideways all year, except for a small period of time in which it found its bottom, which was 80.27, and that was in late September. After that, she got right back into that channel. The channel I'm talking about is between 90 and 100. It basically stayed in that channel all year. Now we have an event. Now, what do I say by anomalyptic event is, that can't be right. Let me take a look. There it is right there. On January 24th, Let's go to January 23rd. January 23rd, this thing closes at 96.25. Okay, things have been going sideways for quite a while. Then all of a sudden on the 24th, she gaps up to 94.80. So she goes from 96 to 108. Okay. and that's an anomaly way out of character i'm pretty sure it's probably some executive cashing in his uh, uh stock options or some trust fund not trust fund some hedge fund huge block at 108 anyway it, it's something that happens and it happens so sporadically not sporadically once on a blue moon, so to speak. You can look at the whole chart and you'll see one little blip that just looks out of the ordinary. The amount of, of movement from the high to the low is so huge that there's no logical reason for it. Anyway, I call them anomalyptic events because it's something that doesn't happen all the time. All right, let's look at the last 30 days. The last 30 days, we had a high two weeks ago at 104.91. And then last week was the low at 97.18. We're up from that at 98.87. And historically speaking, Raytheon is going to go sideways for the next couple of weeks. And towards the end of May, she's going to start to move up. All right. So that's it with the positions that I have in this one account and the, the last three of the uh, dividend champions. For the rest of this week. Now, I'm going to quickly take a look at my other account. Now, we have some AIG, some PAC, some Caterpillar, some more CS, some more Ford, some more General Motors. So, let's quickly look at what's going on with AIG. Now, AIG for the last 30 days, we have a 30-day low, which was... 48.91. 48.91. Now from the 38 low 4891 um, 30 days ago, it's a nice beautiful escalation to where we are today, even though today or yesterday we had a um a drop in price at fifty one ninety three. Now I have a bunch of shares at the sixty one area. No. My average price is dollars 90, ninety-three. Uh sorry, fifty-two seventy-eight. That's my average price. Now I sold the seven the, the I sold the fifty-threes and the fifty-fours, two different positions. Uh, and now they're just sitting there. Okay, so we're gonna see what happens for the rest of the week. I'd like to get rid of that this week, so I really don't want to carry AIJ into next week. BAC, same as the um, last account. But this one, we got Bank of America at 3055. We sold the 3050s. They're worth a half a penny at this moment in time. I could buy them back, but I prefer not. Just let it expire worthless. Caterpillar. I got caterpillar 230. Because it's a dividend king, number one, and it it, it should have retained its value, but it's not. Now we have a 30-day high for Caterpillar at 233. Now, I'm into Caterpillar for 231. Now, that was 30 days ago, that 233 high. Now, the low, which is 204, was last Thursday. Now, we did have a low yesterday also, but our a 30-day low. So, we're sitting at 215 at the moment. We ended up holding on to Caterpillar. We collected the dividends on it. We collected the premium like three or four times. Um, Ford, a big position in Ford. Nice eyes. Uh, we got a thirty-day high at thirteen oh eight and a thirty-day low. Hold on. Thirty-day low of last Thursday at eleven forty-four. We're sitting at eleven eighty at this moment in time, and we're into Ford at uh, at twelve thirty-nine. Now. These options most likely are going to expire worthless, which is perfectly okay. Uh, last on the list is General Motors. Now, General Motors, I have another nice big chunk here. we got a 30-day high at thirty-six eighty-two, and a huge slide down to a 30-day low at 36 uh, Thirty-one eighty-four. Nice thing to know that we are still above the thirty-day low, which is thirty-three zero eight. Now, my position with this average price is thirty-four eighty, um, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay with that because <clears throat> I've had General Motors for a while. I don't really want to carry General Motors any further. So that being said. Most likely, we're going to get rid of all of my general motors by the end of this week. And I'm perfectly okay with that. Breaking even. Okay, so those are the positions that I have in the two accounts that I have. All the visit, all the uh, upcoming stocks I went through all of them. All the Dividend Kings, all of Warren Buffett's, all the Dividend Champions. Every company that has any kind of value, in my humble opinion. Now, I could be wrong. I have been wrong before. I'm doing pretty good. Uh, averaging over 1% uh, in each account every week, except for I missed two weeks in one account and one week in, one, in, in the other account. That being said, um, if you guys have any questions, the, um, ooh, I came up with a list. Actually, everything you need to know is in this list. Okay, you have the, the symbol, you have the week, and oh, the week of the quarter. Okay, so you have four quarters. Now, each one of these stocks are labeled 1 through 13, depicting on which week of the quarter they actually pay out their dividend. Now, I rotate my list. The first week I pay, I, I pick so-and-so and so-and-so and so-and-so. Um, and then the third week, second week, third week, fourth week, so on and so forth. Okay, so you have the stock symbol. You have the week in which they pay out their dividend during the quarter. Not during the year, but during the quarter. You have the company name, you have when it was founded. We have companies on this list from the 1700s that are still paying out dividends. Of course, you have the stock price, the market cap, tells you how big the company is, um, whether or not it has weekly or monthly options. Uh, And then what it has is the book value. Okay, so if you can look at the stock price and the book value and weigh the difference between like, like Apple Computer, the stock price last on the list was 161 but the book value is only 358 Okay, let's look at um, AC&B. They have a stock value at $30, $30.30, but the book value is $28.78. Here's a better one. A g r was founded in eighteen forty seven The stock price is at forty dollars and seventy cents. The book value is fifty dollars and thirteen cents. Now, this information, in my humble opinion, is extremely valuable because you're looking at companies one it's over a hundred years old okay two, they've been paying dividends consistently for a very, very, very long time. Um, Three, the book value means all the assets that the company owns is higher per share than the stock price. So that right there for a long-term investment, that's an awesome investment. The company's been around since 1847. We're coming up close to 200 years old in a couple of years. Well, another decade or so. Anyway, all that being said, I got that list. If you guys want it, just give me a holler and I'll send it on out to you. This is James from Dividend Stock Talk, brought to you by the 10-Minute Trader, where I invest in dividend stocks for weekly cash flow. You guys have a great day, and I will talk with you later. Well, that wraps up another session. I want to thank you for joining us. If you want to follow along with some of these live session trades, let us know. If you have any questions, we can get back to you. And have a great day. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.